morning, afternoon, or evening for wherever you may be joining us from today. Welcome to the Life Church Podcast. for today for our church you know we're, we're living in a, in a very unprecedented time here in Ontario amen um, this is our third lockdown who would have thought a year and a half ago that this would even be possible God is going to bring us a little bit of encouragement today. I believe that God has given me something that should help us if we would receive what the Word of God says. Amen. So I want to read a couple of verses. We're going to look a little bit today at Ecclesiastes, but also a couple of other places. But Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 1 says this, to everything... Someone say everything. I want want you to repeat that word with me one more time. Everything. Does that mean everything? You mean the current trouble you're facing, the current problem in your home, the current financial struggle, the current health issue, the current pen. Does, does Does that really mean everything? Bible says, to everything there is a season. What you're dealing with today won't last forever. It's going gonna, it's gonna to last for a season. To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. I'm going to read one more verse of scripture, and then I'm going to let you be seated. Eight, Genesis 8 and verse 20 says, Then Noah built an altar to the Lord and took of every clean animal and every clean bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And the Lord smelled a soothing aroma. Then the Lord said, someone said the Lord said, this is God speaking. The Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground for man's sake, although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Nor will I again destroy every living thing as I have done. This is is at the conclusion of the flood. Uh, The floodwaters have gone back. And and we we find this period of time that Noah is, is offering sacrifice, clean animals and clean birds to the Lord. And God makes a promise to Noah. Verse 22, while the earth remains, as long as the earth is spinning, as long as we're on the planet, as long as there's life and the earth going around the way it goes around, as long as the 365 days around the sun, there's going to be seed time and harvest. We're in seed time right now. I planted some grass seed just the last week or so at my house. And I'm already starting to see some little tiny blades of grass coming up through the earth. Seed time and harvest. This is God speaking. Cold and heat. I'm glad there's some heat coming. (laughs) 
winter and summer, day and night, shall not cease. Someone say seasons. I'm going to talk a little bit today from the Word of God. It's important for us to understand that God has seasons. Not just the natural seasons, we'll talk about that in a moment. But God has seasons for our individual lives that we will go through things. And we're going to learn some great truths that's going to help us today. For whatever you're facing, you're currently in a season, an appointed season. And God has a purpose for it. Amen. Jesus, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this sweet group of people that are here in this room. God, those that are upstairs in overflow. God, those that are home online today. I pray that, God, you would let your word speak to our hearts today, God. In the middle of this season, God, help us to know from your word, God, that you've got everything in control, God. Help us to get confidence, God, to trust once again, God, your purpose and your plan for our lives. We thank you for it. We give you praise. Everybody said in Jesus' name, God bless you as you are seated. So so we understand that when God created the earth, he created a thing called seasons. I, I, I am a lover of this time of year. This is my absolute favorite time of year. I love the freshness. The grass is greener than it will be any other time this year. The freshness of flowers coming up through the ground. It's just there's something beautiful about that. I don't know if you've noticed, but it seems like spring has come earlier than it does typically in this region. There's buds and there's pink flowers on the trees in front of our house. There's green leaves. I'm even looking across, and there's there's trees across the way. You can see the green starting out. And normally that doesn't happen here until sometime mid-May. And here we are in mid-April, and we're seeing the signs of springtime. It's everything's new. That's what I love about spring. It's not cold. It's not too hot. Um, When you get those sunny days at this time of year, man, there's something wonderful about it. But even though I might not like some of the other seasons as well, I must understand that God has created seasons. How, how many like another season better than springtime? Let me see your hands. All right. There's some other seasons that are liked more than that, but that's okay. God has provided for us different seasons. And every gardener knows that if things are to grow, there must be times of growth, times of dying out, times of being dormant, and then growth season once again. And and we're seeing that. I was in my yard yesterday, and I was watching and looking at my little grass starting to grow. And I've been told I shouldn't mow my lawn. I've got other grass that's getting high. And they say, I shouldn't mow my lawn while this is fresh. Some of these are, need to get planted a little bit more. So I'm watching, and I'm, but I'm seeing. There's some things coming up with little yellow ends on them. We don't like those. 
No, we, we do. We love dandelions. We just don't want them in our yard. Amen? Everyone knows that, that the seasons are going to come and the seasons are going to go. But we're not just going to talk today about the natural seasons that we go through. If we would be honest with ourselves, we would understand the truth that God allows us to go through seasons in our lives. And your season might be different than their season. And my season might be different than your season. But God allows seasons to come into our lives to cause us to grow and cause us to mature and become better in the season. Daniel chapter 2 and verse 20 lets us know that Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are His. And He changes the times and the seasons. Who, who changes the times and the seasons? God. God's in charge of the seasons. It goes on to say, He removes kings and raises up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. God, yes, He's in charge of the natural seasons. The fact that we're getting an early spring, it's up to God. Amen. I remember seeing, we had friends in town on the long weekend in May. A couple of years ago, they were visiting for the first time, and there were no leaves on the trees on the long weekend in May that year. God's in charge of when He changes the seasons. Amen? He's also in charge of, the Bible says in this verse, raising up leaders and bringing leaders down. You might not like who's in the leadership role in Ontario or Canada or the USA, or you might be in love with the leaders in Canada or Ontario or the USA. But really, God is in charge of the leaders. He is in control. He sets one up and he brings one down. And, and we have to understand, church, today that God is in charge of the unique seasons that you are in right now. You might not like the season you're in. You might be a little upset with how long this season is going. But understand, the Bible says that God says, I'm in charge of the season. I'm in charge of it all. you got to trust that God's word is true. We all will experience different seasons. There will be seasons of grief. You know what? They, they will come. And in fact, we will go through many seasons of grief through our lifetime. There will be seasons of illness. Some of our people in our church have been dealing with sickness and pain, ongoing months and years. That's a season that God has them in. There will be seasons of loss. Sometimes we lose jobs. Sometimes we lose friends. Sometimes relationships mess up. Sometimes God takes a loved one from us. 
Sometimes our kids grow up and move away. And we will all go through those seasons of loss. You know what's frustrating sometimes? The frustration comes because we, we know that these seasons are coming. We all are aware that there's going to be seasons of grief and seasons of, of loss and seasons that we're going to live through illness. But we don't know when they're going to start and we don't know when, how long they're going to last when they come. We don't know which one's coming next. But I want to remind you, saint of God, that God never wastes a season. He has a purpose and he has a plan for every season. If he keeps it a little longer, it's because it's part of his plan. We must understand that the Bible says in Ecclesiastes 3 and 1, the first verse we read this morning, to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under the heavens. To everything. Someone say everything. Hallelujah. We might not, might not like it. We might not understand it. But to everything, there's a season and a purpose that God is working out in our lives. We learn very quickly that seasons are out of our control. We can't control when they start. I couldn't control that this was an early spring. We have, we have no control over how long the seasons last. I came from Northern Virginia, and in Northern Virginia, spring starts one Monday and it ends the next because there's no springtime in Virginia. It goes from winter cold and about seven days of spring, and you're into the heat of summer. And it lasts a long time. But we don't, we don't control that. God is in charge of our seasons. In the current season you're in, it might be a good one, praise God. And it might be a sad one or a, a painful one. It, it might be one that you're not happy about. But I want to tell you from the word of God that God is in charge of the season. You might want it to end today, but God is in charge of the season. I sometimes want out of what's going on in my life. Sometimes I want it to change quickly. But seasons are out of my control. If I put my life in God's hands, I must understand that God, you've got my life in your hands. My times are in your hands. And I must trust that you will change the season when the season is supposed to change. Over this past year, we have found ourselves thrust into a season that the whole world has been thrust into. We found ourselves in a very unique and different season. COVID-19. And we're now in 21. Lockdowns, restrictions. I don't like this season. I don't know about you. But I, in my own flesh and carnality, I don't like this season. I don't like COVID. I don't like the pandemic. I don't like the lockdown. I don't like the restrictions. I don't like the fact that we got to wear a mask in the building. I don't like any of that, for the record. And I think there's a few here that are on the same page with me. Maybe you're not, but... but uh, 
I just want, I want to help us today that, that we come sometimes to church and we're a little bent out of shape But what Ford has done. We're sometimes a little bent out of shape of what, what's going on in Canada, Ontario in particular. I've heard by the Premier's mouth himself that we are the most restricted of all of North America here in Ontario. Congratulations. We may not like where we're at. We may not like the season that the world finds itself in right now. We may not like any of it, but I want to give you some perspective today from the Word of God. This pandemic is not a surprise to God. Amen? This pandemic is not a surprise to God. In fact, I believe that God allowed the season. He started the season, and he's going to end the season when it's time to end the season. But until he does, we must understand that God has a purpose, and God has a plan for every season. And I believe that we should not be simply saying, God, let it end. As much as I want it to end, I don't think that's the plan. That we should just simply come to God and say, God, end it. We should have a little bit of understanding and still instead come to God and say, God, help us to understand what you are doing in this season. I don't think that we get that sometimes. I think we should be saying, God, help me. If you've got me in this season, if you've got us in this season, if we're here for a reason, God, help me to understand. Help me to get your perspective. Because you start the seasons and you end the seasons. We don't, we're not in control of the season. God is. In the Old Testament, there was a group of men. The Bible said that they were men that understood the times. They understood the season they were in. Not everybody understands. Not everybody gets what God is doing. Not everybody understands the seasons that we go through. But the Bible says in 1 Chronicles chapter 12 and verse 32 that there were some men, they're, they're called the sons of Issachar. They had, what does it say? They had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. That there were, when you read this chapter in 1 Chronicles chapter 12, there's tribe after tribe and group after group mentioned in this chapter. Many, many warriors, many, many mighty men, blah, 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 blah. Now, the, the Bible is not blah, 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 but I'm, I'm just, I can't tell you all the words, okay? And you get down to this verse where it talks about this small group of men. In fact, the verse, I didn't give you all the verse because sometimes it's a little confu not confusing, but you just need to get the main point. There's 200 of them from the tribe of Issachar that had understanding of the times. That they had understanding what God was doing and wanted them to do in the midst. And I'm praying today that we here would have understanding of the times. I'm praying today that, that we would have a little insight as to what God is wanting to do at this time in our life, at this time in our culture. That we would have some understanding that God doesn't want us to always respond and be praying that he takes us away from us. 
Steve O'Donnell wants this gone. Amen? Want this gone. But Lord, help us. Give us understanding of what you're doing in this time. Since the times and the seasons belong to God. And it's God that changes them. God, help me to trust in you. That you do all things well. And you're working in this season. Hallelujah. I hope you're receiving this word today. I hope that this word is beginning to speak to you today. You know, it takes a lot of faith to trust God when the season is confusing. It takes a lot of trust and faith to to believe that God is doing something. Usually in a confusing season, we, we pray things like, God, I don't understand. Or God, get me out of this mess. Or God, I don't know how long i got to stay here. Those are things we pray when we're in a season we don't like. And sometimes we get through a season and we can look back on the season and we can say, okay, I see God was doing X, Y, or Z. And we see sometimes after the fact. But I want to tell you, church, sometimes we're going to go through seasons that we will never, ever understand the reason or purpose for it. That's where faith comes in. You might go into, and I'm not just talking about pandemic here, but I'm talking about the seasons we're individually facing right now. You might wonder, what is God's purpose and what is God's plan for me to be facing this right now? You might never on this side of heaven understand God's plan and his purpose, but he says he's got a plan. The Bible says he's got a purpose for every season. We just got to trust in him. We got to put our lives again back in God's hands, knowing that God does all things well. He does all things perfect. He's got your best interests at heart, and God's going to see you through the season. It takes a lot of faith to trust God when the season is confusing. But, but verse 11 of Ecclesiastes chapter 3 lets us know that he has made, what's that word? He has made everything beautiful in its time. Is it a question? No. The Bible says he has made everything beautiful in its time. You you don't like where you're at right now. You don't like what you're dealing with right now. You may not like anything a part of it at all. But I want you to know that the word of God says that every season that he brings our way, everything that he brings us through, every trial and every test and every situation, God is working, he's got a plan, he's got a purpose, and he's going to make something beautiful out of that season. It goes on to say he put eternity in their hearts except that no one can find out the work that God does from the beginning to end. Another translation says it like this. The the, um, New Century Version says God does everything just right and on time. Praise God. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but that's exciting to me. God does everything right, just right. And on time. But people, you and I, our carnal minds can never completely understand what he is doing. This right here is a little limited sometimes. You might think you're smart and we all are pretty smart as as human beings. We might think we've got it all figured out. But the Bible lets us know here that God does everything right. He does everything right on time. Even if we don't fully understand what God is up to. God is up to something. Hallelujah. If we could understand everything God was doing, we'd be God. And we wouldn't need to have God. 
but we don't understand everything God's doing. So we're left to simply trust, have faith that God, you're in charge. You're the God of the universe. You're the creator. You're the ruler. You're the one that's in charge of my life. And God, we're going to trust in you. You know, Solomon, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, it's a a great long list of, of all the contrasting seasons that we go through in life. The Bible here is letting us know that we're going to experience the good and the bad. Now, we all like the good. But but Solomon here gives us 28 different contrasting life experiences that you're going to experience this end of the spectrum and that end of the spectrum. Let's start and work down the first eight verses of Ecclesiastes 3. To everything, there's a season, a time to be every purpose under the heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. Man, that's two extremes for you. We just did a baby dedication. Joel and Kayla brought Jinx down here. I'm telling you, there's, there's, there's nothing more wonderful in one's life than a brand new baby. We got several new babies here today. Miss Nova's here. We got um, Chris and Crystal's baby here. We got Jinx here. We got um, Jardine's baby here. We got some babies. There's something wonderful about that season. It's parties and showers and new furniture and and all these new little clothes and cuteness and oohs and ahs and happiness and joy and all that goes on when there's a baby. Everybody's happy. Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully everybody's happy. But, But normally everybody's happy when it's a brand new baby. But the Bible here, Solomon says there's a time to be born. And there's also a time to die. Talked about the happiness of new birth. I'm telling you, the opposite is true when someone dies. Talk about being thrown into a time of sadness. Everybody's sad when someone dies. Everybody's going through a time of separation and a time of grief and a time of loneliness and a time of tears, a time of loss and a time of sorrow. It's not fun for anyone. Talk about two extremes in life. Time to be born, time to die. He says, goes on to say in that verse, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. You know, in the spring of the year, you get your, your, your garden and you get out, go to the gardening store and you buy all those beautiful flowers and you plant them in the ground. It's just a wonderful time of year. But give yourself four or five or six months and pretty soon they're all dead and dried and plucked. You got to pluck them up. There's nothing fun about the fall of the year when you go up there to the garden that was so pretty and it's now dead and you're plucking that stuff up and putting it in a bag and sending it off on its way. Verse 3, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, a time to mourn. I'm sorry, a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. Verse 4 here has given us a couple of options. You know, we all like the laughter and we all like the, the dancing. But not many of us like the time of weeping and the time of mourning. And then verse 5, it's there on the screen. Really, Solomon understood that there's going to be a COVID pandemic. And he wrote about it in verse 5. He says, a time to cast away stones, a time to gather stones together. Well, that's not it. A time to embrace 
and a time to refrain from embracing. How did Solomon know that the pandemic was coming to Ontario? He knew there was going to be a time. March 2020 through today, we're in the time to refrain from embracing. It's tough on my wife. She's a hugger. She loves to hug. And she's had to restrain herself. Verse 6. Time to get, time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. You know, there's two kinds of people in the world. There's the keepers. And there's the people that like to cast away. I've got a couple of other words to kind of describe it for you. There's the hoarders. And there's the throwers. And it's, it's amazing how that God allows people to marry. And usually one's the hoarder and one's the thrower. The hoarders not only fill the house with stuff. But they usually have a storage shed or two full of stuff. Either in the backyard or they're paying someone to hold that stuff for them. Time to rend, verse 7, a time to sow. A time to keep silent and a time to speak. You know, we usually get that one messed up. We usually speak when we shouldn't and keep silent when we should be saying something. Are you seeing the contrast here? A time to love and a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace. This, these verses here are giving us these contrasting life experiences. Seasons that we go through. This extreme to that extreme. We would like it to all be good. We would like it to be all be blue sky and sunshine and 70 degrees or 20 degrees, pardon me, Celsius. But you know what happens? If it's all sunshine and no rain, what do you get? A desert. Now, deserts have beauty too, but but I just want to tell you, God has a purpose for every season. And then verse 11, we've already referred to it, says, He has made everything beautiful. In its time. Now some people have problems with that verse. Because they say everything's not beautiful. What I've gone through is not beautiful. The thing that I had to go through is not beautiful. It doesn't say that it was, the thing was beautiful. It says God makes everything beautiful in his time. You may be in a season right now, church, that's not beautiful. You may be in a season that's very painful could be a health issue. It could be a relationship that's messed up. It could be a situation that you don't see how you're going to get yourself out of. God's word says God can make something beautiful of the season that you're in right now. What you have to do, it takes faith. It takes courage to say, God, I'm going to trust your word. And I'm going to put this situation, I'm going to put this scenario, I'm going to put this ugly season, I'm going to put it back in your hands, and I'm going to trust you. It it takes a lot of faith to do that when you're in the middle of it. 
and you don't like it. But I want to remind us today that God has a purpose for every season. He has a purpose for the lonely season. He has a purpose for the sad season. He has a purpose for the successful season. He has a purpose for the season that you're waiting or the season of grief. God has a purpose for every season, including this season of pandemic. This is where I wanted to get to today. Romans chapter 8 and verse 28. You say, Pastor, I know that verse. I know you know the words of this verse. But I want it to refresh our minds today. I wanted this verse to be something that gets down in our spirit today. Because we, many of us can quote this verse. But we don't believe it when we're going through our season. Read this verse with me. And we know that... Okay, okay, let's just stop right there. Hallelujah, Jesus. We know that all things. Remember what that verse said back in Ecclesiastics? To everything, similar to all things. We know that all things, read it with me, work together for Excuse me? Does it mean the thing that you're going through right now is good? No. By itself, it's not good. But the Bible says that all the things that you're going through, somehow, spiritually, God is working it together for your good. Now, does this verse apply to every single person on the planet? No, there's some requirements for this verse. This is a promise in God's word. This is a promise that God has, but there's some conditions on this promise. Let's continue to read the verse. All things work together for good to those who love God. That's one of the conditions. If you love God, you can hold on to this verse. And say that no matter what I'm facing, no matter what I'm going through, no matter how painful this season is, no matter how much I want to get out of this season, God is working together everything for my good. That's the first part. To those who love God, to those who are the called according to His purpose. This is a promise that will only work If you love God, and if your life is fitting into God's plan and God's call and God's purpose, he's got this promise for you. Do you believe the word of God today? This is not just Pastor Steve coming up here and blowing some smoke. This is what the word of God says. Someone say all things. I pray today that this verse... And this word would encourage you. I'm praying today that that you would understand that the thing that is in your life right now, the trouble that you're facing right now, God has allowed it. God's let it show up. He started the season. Everything that's coming your way has been filtered by God. 
I don't believe that life is just a random set of circumstances and, and freak accidents and just a series of events that, that I'm just hoping that I get a good, good lot in life. No, no, no. My life is in the hands of Almighty God. And I get to trust Him. And I get to understand that He's appointed my seasons. He starts them. He stops them. He brings the good. He brings the, and allows the bad. Every single test and every single trial and every, every single event that I'm facing, no matter how dark, no matter how bad, no matter how good, the Bible says God is working everything together. Someone say together. He's able to take this situation and this situation, this good and this bad, this wrong event, and he's able to work it together for something good in my life. I'm inviting you to stand right now. I want to reiterate, the Bible doesn't say that everything you're going through is good. The Bible says that everything you're going through, he's going to work. He's going to make it. He's going to mix it up in such a way supernaturally, and it's good. He's going to work it together for good. I'm grateful today for the Word of God. I'm grateful today for the promises in His Word. I found God to be faithful through every situation. You know, we look at each other and we think, oh, they've got a perfect life. Not one of us in this room has had a perfect life. We've dealt with junk. We've dealt with seasons. We've dealt with trials. We've dealt with tests. But I want to tell you, church, the people that put their trust in God, there's a joy in the journey. There's an understanding, God. God, make us to be like the sons of Issachar that have understanding, God, that the thing that I'm going through, you're working something in me or out of me. You're doing something that you want to make me more like you. God, you're, it's a season of growth. It's a season of maturity, God. Hallelujah. I'm wondering today if you're here and you're, you're maybe saying, Pastor Steve, you, you mean to say this season of my life, the thing that I'm going through that seems so negative, is it a part of God's plan? I got one response. All things work together for good. You, you mean that trial, that crisis, the situation, that, that just, it seems like it's just devastating my life? The Bible says all things work together for good. You mean, Pastor Steve, this pandemic and we're now no longer going to be able to come to church on a Sunday and have to worship at home? I'm telling you, church, when we get this, we understand that all things, God's going to plan with this pandemic. God's going to purpose with this pandemic. And we must trust in Him. All things work together. Thank you for joining us today. We pray this message spoke into your life, your heart, or whatever situation you may be going through. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us at lifechurch.ca on Instagram. And on Facebook, just search Life Church and you will find our navy blue logo with the letters LC in the middle. Now before you go, we ask if possible from whatever platform you may be listening to us on, give us a rating or a review or even both, and share this message with someone so that they can be impacted by the gospel of the love of Jesus Christ. We thank you for your support, 
and love you all. Have a wonderful week and God bless.